Explorers, welcome back to my channel. In this video, we are talking about how to answer the question in interviews that's about your weakness. So when the hiring manager asks you, tell me about your weaknesses, what are your weaknesses? You'll be able to answer that really well. Are you excited? I am. Let's get right into it. First of all, why do hiring managers and interviewers ask this question? Are they just trying to make us feel uncomfortable and badly and insecure? No, no, of course not. The reason they ask this is to see how you respond to difficulty and difficult situations. What your worldview is on dealing with an issue. Do you have a fixed mindset or a growth mindset? How do you deal with trouble, right? They also try to figure out if you're a good fit for the role, for the position, for the company. Do you fit into their cultural and corporate ethos? So this is just another way of figuring that out by asking the question about weaknesses. And honestly, they also want to see what you can't do. Or are you Batman or Wonder Woman? Unlikely. <laughs> the important thing to remember about this is there is not a one-size-fits-all weakness. Meaning, what is considered a weakness in one job is a strength in another. It really depends on the nature of the role and on the company and what they're looking for in an employee. Some examples of weaknesses include hard skills, soft skills, interpersonal skills, and the way you answer this will help you stay in the game or make an early exit. And the idea of the interview is to stay in the game as long as you can. In many jobs, there are multiple interviews, right? You don't just go in once and then get hired. That would be great, but the reality is that most of the time you are doing a number of interviews. So when you're responding to this question about your weaknesses, you have to 100% all the time Keep in mind the job description and make sure that whatever it is that you're talking about is not a primary or secondary skill listed on the job description. Only go after the non-essential skills that are not listed there, right? If they're listed, they're essential. So go after the ones that you're not really gonna need for this position, but are a would be nice. Always spin it positively, say something good, and then make sure that you're not saying anything that would be imperative to that position. The reality is if that is the case and you're lacking that imperative primary skill, then it's not the right role for you. But don't worry, there are other roles out there, right? So don't despair. But today we're talking about how to answer that question and what to answer with so that you can stay in the game as long as possible and then get a job offer. So once you've understood what the primary and secondary skills are, then you can think about the tertiary skills. And I call them tertiary skills because they're the third tier skills that would be important for this role. So really, they're not that important for this role. They're a would be nice. So it's your job to figure out what those are and then talk about those and hopefully some of those are your weakness. Super important to be 100% honest. You don't wanna be dishonest about your weaknesses. You wanna make sure that you're being truthful because the hiring manager can definitely tell when somebody is bluffing and you don't wanna come off as that person. It's just not good practice. So the tertiary skill 
is something that's non-essential. It's not going to make or break your success in that position. And it won't render you incapable of fulfilling your duties in that role. An example of a tertiary role for somebody applying to an engineering position would be to mention a weakness that they struggle with their interpersonal communication skills. Because the reality is, in that engineering role that this person is applying to, the job description says that they're not gonna be having that much contact with people. So in that specific engineering role, this person can list lack of interpersonal skills as their weakness because it is a tertiary skill for that role. Now, take this engineering position in another company where they need to be interfacing with clients and other people and they need to have strong interpersonal communication skills, then obviously in that engineering role, this is not a tertiary skill, meaning it should not be brought up in the what are your weaknesses question in the interview. So you see it can differ depending on the job description, which is super, super vital to know. And that is why you need to do your research and figure out from what's been said and what's not been said in the job description about the primary, secondary, and tertiary skills in that specific role. Always mention that you're en route to improvement, right? This is a great way of showing that you have a growth mindset not a fixed mindset. You might not be good in one area, but you are working to improve upon that so that you can show that you have professional development interests, that you are seeking to constantly improve yourself. So when you mention a weakness, I also want you to mention that you've demonstrated that you've taken necessary steps and you've implemented an action plan so that you can become better at that skill. Maybe you've signed up for a class. Maybe you've sought the help and expertise of a qualified professional. Maybe you are doing a self-guided study online or at the library. Whatever it may be, make sure that you tell the hiring manager that you are trying to improve upon that area that needs to be improved upon. And a great way to show progress is to start off where you were Talk about the steps that you've taken and the progress that you've achieved and then where you are now. So bringing them up to date on that specific progress. I always think it's a good idea to mention the tools that actually helped you. So you might talk about implementing a project management tool or learning a data analytics tool or using a productivity app to work on time management. Bringing up the actual tools that you used can show that you are actually working on this and you're not just saying that you are, but it shows the actions that you've taken and there's tangible evidence. And sometimes what's really great is that the hiring manager might wanna know for themselves and so you'll see them taking notes about that. Be careful here not to mention that you're improving a skill that is actually an essential skill for that role because in the hiring manager's mind, that means that you might not be ready for it. If you are actually qualified for this role and you feel confident in your ability to do XYZ, which is listed on the job description, then that's not really a weakness of yours anymore, is it, right? So again, tertiary skills. Those are the ones to concentrate on for this question. For example, if you are applying to a position as CEO and you are expected to give monthly seminars to 1,000 plus people in the audience, 
then mentioning that you have a lack of public speaking skills or you're still not very confident speaking in front of audience members, even if you've done a public speaking class in the past, then that's not the role for you, right? Let's not kid ourselves. So know thyself, be true to thyself, and then talk about the weaknesses that are tertiary. The other way you can describe weaknesses and answer this question really well is by describing a weakness that's actually a strength for that role. It's a way of showing that you are self-aware and that you keep yourself in check. For example, if somebody's weakness is being a perfectionist, that might be a weakness, right? Because if a perfectionist can't get the job done on time because they're too busy making it perfect, which is an unattainable reality, then the truth is that they're probably not a good fit for that role. However, if they talk about perfectionism instead as detailed-oriented, then that could be a huge plus, right? Because it shows that you're fit for this role because you are aware and pay attention to detail and meticulous about it so that when you deliver a product or finish a project, it's going to be pretty darn perfect. I like to avoid using the word perfect because again, it's one of those crazy words that has so much baggage associated with it, right? Because there's no, there's absolutely no such thing as perfect. Anyway, so the idea of changing something that's a weakness into an actual strength for the role can be a really good way of answering this question. And then you show that you've done due diligence on what's expected of this role and how you feel you can be an asset. Obviously, avoid the big red flag answers. And by that, I mean, you know, the obvious ones. Being late, being rude, inappropriate conduct or behavior. These big flag no-no answers that are just a no-go in any position. If you actually want to be a, a human and interact in a social setting appropriately. One last thing, when you're talking about your weaknesses, make sure to also mention your strengths. Spin it positively, right? You don't want to undersell your strengths and then oversell your weaknesses. And I personally would end talking about my weaknesses with something positive and maybe even pointing towards the strength because you probably will get a follow-up question about strength, but just in case you don't, it's a good way of mentioning that, look, I'm, I'm really fit for this job because here are my strengths, or I worked on a similar project in a similar setting and we were really successful. Also, I would personally avoid self-deprecating humor, especially if the interview is in an intercultural, cross-cultural setting. Some cultures don't have self-deprecating humor. They don't have sarcasm. They don't have cynicism. Or if they do, it's not necessarily appreciated. You want to avoid self-deprecating humor in an interview because sometimes the hiring manager might not know whether to take you seriously or not. Instead, just talk directly in terms of what your weaknesses and what your strengths are. All right, Explorers, that's it for this video. I hope that you find these tips useful and insightful and make sure to practice and I wish you the best of luck on your next interview. I will catch you right back here on Exploring Communication Coaching in my next video. Happy exploring!